Hello and welcome to a Mall Life podcast. We are super excited to be here today and talk mall shop. I'm Dave. And I'm Don. And we're just excited. To, uh, two mall guys trying to reach out and talk to other mall peeps out here in the world and, and uh, get to see and hear all the great stories that exist in our in our wonderful world. Um, you know, Don, this week I was I was taken aback because the great party city filed for bankruptcy <laughs> this week. And I and I thought, where am I going to get all the doilies for all of my wonderful parties that I throw for my children? <laughs> but uh, but, you know, like anything in retail, it comes, it goes, it comes in waves. And and uh, I don't think it's a surprise, but it's just the same. Uh, another retailer bites the dust, so to speak. Well, I'm really excited about today because we have someone on that's near and dear to me and uh she was in this industry when it was still not quite its infancy, but it was a toddler at best. And uh, uh, so you go back into the 70s and 80s, and uh, that's when I got involved. And this is the person who brought me into the industry. So uh, How exciting. Yeah, I'm a little concerned because I've told all the stories I want to about her and what I did. And now she may uh, actually tell them different, so I'll have to try to correct her when she does them <laughs> wrong. But uh, I would not be sitting here today. My daughter would not be in the industry if it hadn't been for Judy, because uh, Judy gave a uh, gave me a shot and a chance, and we may talk about that a little bit. But uh, I'm smart enough to know I wouldn't have been here without her. Uh, she actually helped me write my resume. To, oh wow! Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and helped me on how to address the fact I didn't have a college education, but I did attend the University of Kentucky. Now that's all we put on it. I only attended one class. But for, for but technically said, attended. Yeah, she said just put attended. Don't don't <laughs> say anything else. I think we put the years in. I think it was seventy three, seventy four, and that was it. And I think I actually went to class uh, five times. And uh, hey, so uh, technically yeah. not not an untruth. You yeah, you attended and you attended so. in those years. So this is uh, this is Judy, and Judy was the one that brought me on. I can't say enough good things about her, and I'm excited that other people get to to meet her and talk uh, talk with her now. So Judy, welcome. Thank you. Uh, Judy, with most I'm excited about telling some stories. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad. You know, uh, <laughs> Judy, we usually start by talking about how you got in the industry because we've done, I don't know, two dozen of these things now. And there hasn't been one person that ever said, oh, I grew up wanting to be in the industry or I sought this job out. Uh, Dave came on because his uh, father was in the industry, so he grew up around it. He was, you know, there for a lot of, you know, setups at night. He was actually one of the lucky ones. He had a mall that actually had a uh, amusement park in it, and so he oh, got wow. to drive the bumper cars. And yeah, it was get it was the it. it was the coolest test gig a ten year old could ever have. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he had that, uh, but um, and of course uh, because I got into this, Rachel and my kids have been involved at various times with the industry, and Rachel now is uh, is is uh, doing it full time. But, uh, Judy, how did you get into the mall business? It, it, it's just luck. <laughs> it, <laughs> I, too, have been asked many times by many people what I took in college to, that enabled me to uh, graduate with a degree in being a mall manager marketing person. And I majored in English in college and with a minor in speech and drama. I always liked to get up in front of people. And I went to college the first year because all my friends were going. I went the second year because I was a cheerleader. I went the third year because I was in love. And I went the fourth year because I'd gone three more. Why not graduate? And, so you're a finisher, Judy. You're a finisher. Yeah. I like it. I like so, it. Uh, one of my first jobs, uh, I had another job before this, but I was director of sales and marketing for three holiday inns in Lexington, Kentucky. And um, I scheduled events and was sure that all the equipment was in place and that the bartender was hired and all that kind of thing. And I happened to do an event for a man. We had at that time in Lexington, one mall. And it was your average uh, mall with one, well, I guess we had a JC Penney's, a McAlpin store and Montgomery Ward store that's and a, that's about a, that's a, 60 other 
tenants in between. So it's just wow, kind it's of middle of the road. Americana. Mom. Yeah, I would say that's yes. that, that was middle Americana right there. Yeah. This was in the 70s, was. Judy? In the 70s? I'm sorry? In the 70s? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so I was fortunate enough to, for the, the gentleman that hired me um, came to the Holiday Inn and he planned and wanted me to help him plan an event for his uh, annual Merchants Association meeting. And that is exactly what I did. And uh, about four months after that, he uh, called and asked me to meet him. He wanted to talk to me. And he asked me if I'd be interested in interviewing for the mall management position. He had opened that mall and he was moving on to bigger and better things. And he was going to um, help the person and I said, oh, yeah, I'd love to. I I had no idea, not one idea of what I was doing. And this particular mall had its own total energy plant, which was, uh, <laughs> wow. uh, which was, a, it also had a director of the total energy plant, thank goodness, but that came under my uh, leadership skills. And I did the marketing. Um, so I did I did interview. I was hired. And that's how I started my career. When I first got, I loved the marketing end of it. And I quickly had to learn about dense graded aggregate and rubber membrane <laughs> roofs and all the rest of that. That was not nearly as much fun as the marketing. I, I bought radio, television, newspaper time. I, I, I loved my career, uh, the marketing end of my career. You know, uh, I forgot. I've had a couple, Judy, in, in my career after uh, uh, Judy hired me with the company she was with, and then I moved on to some other companies. But I've had those total energy plants, and they were a nightmare. I forgot that there was yes. one there at Turflin. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that is uh, – I tell you, you wanted that plant operator to be your best friend because they controlled all the lights, all the heat, and all the air conditioning. And if something went wrong, you know, you were the And one he to, was. Yeah. And um, the man who hired me, I don't know if you all are using names or anything. If you, if but, you want to, um, up to you. Yeah, up to you. Well, I haven't seen or talked to this man for quite a while. You used to, at all the International Council of Shopping Center meetings, We, I would see him and get together. In fact, he offered. He called ten years later and wanted me to uh, come to one of the malls that he was working with and wanted to hire me. So I thought that was a nice compliment. Yep. But um, he stayed with me. He was there six months before he took and left his other job. So I got course one hundred and one for six months in the shopping center business. Uh, I was very fortunate. I, I I love that man to death, and I appreciate him much as Don appreciates me. So you're right. You there's nothing you can take to <laughs> <laughs> to get a job in, in uh, shopping center management and marketing. Well, that's true. You know, it's funny, but uh, I was in Lexington, and when and obviously. Uh, back then, marketing was such a different animal than what it is now. Uh, there was, uh, it was, it was basically, and Judy, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it was uh, your marketing was to draw a crowd, and amen. And you grew, you drew some big crowds there. Even when uh, when I knew you, it wasn't the biggest mall in the city, but we had some of the best traffic, and it was because of, of just uh, how how. Um, how creative you were, or, or stupid. I don't know which way to put it. Uh, yeah, exactly. There, there wasn't anything you wouldn't. Uh, there wasn't anything that you wouldn't try. Judy and I have not rehearsed this, but uh, Judy, do you want to tell the people how how you and I met? And then I can correct it. Anything that you remember <laughs> I don't know. correctly. It, it, it was a sunny day, and I just Now we we I, we know that mall I offices this... don't have windows. Yeah, so. yeah. You didn't have a window. You wouldn't have known if it was sunny or not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you ever see a mall office that had a window? Yeah. Ever? 
I've had a couple. There's, so there's Dave's got a few, 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 few they, and f- they usually put you down between the bathrooms. Yep, yep, few and far between. In fact, uh, in fact, my mall right now that I'm at is uh, uh, has probably the nicest set of windows I've ever seen. It's, it's only because the mall's basically a teenager just getting ready to go to college, and and the architect was like, "Oh, we should put a mall office where there's windows," and then a nice treat. <laughs> lucky, lucky you. Yeah, very lucky. <laughs> but um, anyway, this person walked into my office and said, "Quote unquote," you know what? I, I don't even think it was Christmas. Was it Christmas time? It, it was, it was, I don't it was Christmas time. Because um, you have to work so far ahead for Christmas. I mean, I, I can't imagine that I didn't have my Santa Clauses hired. But uh, he walked in and said, hi, I'm Don Pot, and I've always wanted to play a Santa Claus. Do you have any need for one? And I thought... I died and gone to heaven. Nobody ever, you know how hard it is to find the right person to be a Santa Claus. Hundred percent. We had to hire three or four, and we—I want to tell you all—we had individual suits for all of our Santas and individual beards. <laughs> I listened to one of your podcasts where. Somebody said they only had one Santa suit. <laughs> I, I was smart enough to do that because usually about the oh the second week Sanders were there, you'd lose three or four of them to the flu or something. Yeah. So Don walked in, asked for the job. I said, yes, I definitely can use you. I, it was just meant to be. That's you know, all I can you, say. You know, Judy, did you turn – Judy, did you just I'm take? Sorry? Did you just take one look at Don and was like, "You are my Santa." Was that what it was? Pretty much just sight of you know Santa at first sight. Judy, I, we were talking about where you met me. You said I came in and asked to be a Santa. I remember it a little bit differently in that I had a friend that was working at the mall, and I wanted a job in the mall as well. And I walked in and met you, and you looked at me and said, "You want to be a sleeping Santa." Uh, I, I don't. I don't think I walked in and asked to be a Santa, but you sized me up pretty quick and thought this is the perfect. Uh, th- this guy has qualifications except for uh, a beard and a lot of hair. <laughs> so, though I did have more no, hair. No, you here. know, we we talked for a while, and I I think it was meant to be. You yeah. had a day me a daytime job, so you were available at night, and I at that point I had had. So many crazy things happened. I I had no fear of anything. One time I brought Santa in. This is before I knew you. I was at Turfland Mall. It was the only mall in town. We had thousands, thousands of people there. And behind the mall was, a, I don't know how many acres of nothing, of flat land, nothing. And I had two guys from the beauty salon that worked in McAlpin's walk in out of the clear blue. And they had this idea they wanted to jump out of a plane and um, in Santa's in Santa and a, uh, I guess his friend, whatever, <laughs> whatever the other guy was going to do. Um, and I, I, I told them that was great. They didn't want to be Santas. They just wanted to jump out in their Santa, in a Santa suit. And the, what would the other guy elf. have been? An I, elf? An elf, I guess. Yeah. I guess. I, I don't remember now. And so I said yes. And they did. And the day of Santa's arrival, the, we had thousands, thousands. We're the only mall in town. We had thousands of kids. And we had this big, big acreage of land behind us. They were going to drop into the land, uh, into the land, into the field. And then they were going to go through a back door that we had leading around the cinemas. And then the other Santa, a real Santa, was going to magically um, walk down the aisle and get in the Santa setting. And I don't know. I was smart enough. I was very naive, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I never thought anything could go wrong. The first thing that happened was everybody's <laughs> cheering, cheering, cheering. Here they come, here they come. Well, these two guys jumped out of the plane and they didn't land any place close to that <laughs> big field behind us. Not We didn't know where they were. I was smart enough that I had a fire truck there for whatever we got that the fire truck went looking for Santa and the elf, found That's them awesome. in some lady's backyard a mile away from the, where we were. So the fire engine picked them up, brought them back, and, and things went on. But they, they both said it was really a good thing that they didn't land because the guy's beard was skewed. His, his hat was was missing he wasn't even <laughs> you can imagine i it never dawned on me that anything like that could have happened i can tell you for 10 hours without taking a breath all the dumb things that i did in my career but i tell you that story because by this time i was at a new mall that had just opened i had taken another job and when Don walked in, so I had gone from that to a sleeping Santa. And I thought, I'll just put him in the mall and let him sleep. He's already and there. I kind of had the idea, let him sleep for a week and build up a little. Uh, and and Don walked in, and the, you know the rest of the story. Well, the fact so, I worked night at the bank, I had my days free. So uh, yeah. I thought I can get paid to sleep. And uh, that sounded... I think I said the reverse there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it uh, it uh, it worked out well. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. You, you know, it's funny, but Judy already had a ton of stories before this, and I had none. So all of this stuff is in, embedded in my brain. It's like all the things she taught me when I got in the industry. She's probably told a hundred people these things, but but to me, each one of them was a was a gem, and we'll get into some of those in a minute. But. Uh, yeah, I remember the, the Saturday morning when I was supposed to wake up, you had the crowd hollering, Santa, wake up, Santa, wake up, Santa, wake up. And then I got up, put on the suit, and joined you on stage, and I thought I was going to collapse. <laughs> uh, there, was, <laughs> there were so many people, and I think you had said my leg was shaking so fast, you, you, fat, so bad you thought I was going to fall over anyway. But uh, oh, that's it funny. was a – you know, uh, the nice thing about it is after that first year – and, uh, you know, the Santas are such a different animal now because they're all naturally bearded and, you know, there's a, there's a different look to them. But back then everything was fake from the hair to the eyebrows to the er everything else. But um, we, we made it through. And that year we worked for uh, was well, They had a company that was doing it. And the next year Judy offered me the opportunity to run it. And she bought a Polaroid Special Event 2 camera. And uh, <laughs> we were taking Polaroid pictures the next year, so yeah, that's, we had to move on with the times. That, that's <laughs> yeah, you were you were you were technologically advanced at that point. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Dave, it, I I was in this business for whoa, I I managed one mall for six years, another one for eighteen, and another wow. one for an additional seven and then I opened my own advertising agency so I had many, oh, many bringing many. in Santa was probably one of my worst things that <laughs> I hired to do to try to keep them healthy and sober and yeah. all that <laughs> <laughs> sober. Um, how about Easter usually cl followed closely by Santa is Easter's arrival Oh, and the I, Easter Bunny? You know, I, I I don't have that many memories about the Easter Bunny. I just hired them, stuck them out there, and let them talk to people. But I tell you, one time I had a, this great idea that I was going to get a helicopter, and I talked all my merchants into giving me all kinds of gifts. And I wrote numbers. I'd have these visions in my mind of how it was all going to work out and I I wrote numbers and put them inside of the plastic Easter egg and then I had tables set up and we were going to drop them out of the sky in the parking lot and people were going to walk up to the 
tables and they were going to give them the Easter egg with the number and then it correlated with a gift from a certain store and they took something and went to the store to pick up their gift. And we dropped those eggs and I saw everybody almost killing each other, (laughs) killing each other for those daggone eggs. I thought, what have I done? I mean, I was just so, if I had an idea, I'd I I was going forward with it. I never thought this is what youth will do to you. <laughs> and that was early on. That was a terrible now I, I that was probably the first year I was there. So, so I remember more more of that kind of thing than I do uh, the Easter Bunny hopping around. Well, usually it was girls, and it went much easier. Yeah. The girls well, that were usually in the Easter Bunny outfits. Well, that's that's funny because you yeah because I don't you know you don't really think about the Easter Bunny being being a female inside it for some whatever reason. I always imagine some some you know out of work male, I guess. But but um, so it's funny. So how high was the helicopter when you were dropping plastic eggs out of it? Like. Oh, I don't know, but it was a disaster. I, I like, didn't do it again. Well, it's just just as last week. Nobody got killed, but I did worse things, Dave. Oh, but it's I awesome. Did. I just, I just, it's awesome to drop the plastic eggs. Like uh, to me, it's it's just trying to look at like you know, um, you know, wh- just getting the eggs from uh, up that high and down without shattering and you know all these. But the, the numbers is brilliant because you didn't have to write the whole name of the prize in there and roll right. it up. You just had the numbers. That's brilliant too. I, I oh think yeah, because I always it. had to get the the people into the stores. That was the whole idea. Yeah, was to get them into the retail stores. But uh, I did I did some crazy things. Uh, and and this is the person that uh, I learned from. So uh, when I was with her bef- before I came to to work with her, I was still working at the bank. Uh, I, I, she made me a, a marketing associate or assistant or something, which just meant I've joked in the past, Judy, that that meant that you just had me break down all the entry forms by zip code, so we could see yeah. where people are coming from. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, anything that came down the. I never asked Don Pod to do anything for me that he didn't say yes. <laughs> well, he's he's, uh, he's a special person, and I'm sure you found that out, Dave. Well, what, yep. What's funny is I was working in data processing with 25 people behind two sets of locked doors, and now all of a sudden I'm loosing them all with arguably possibly a partially crazy woman and uh, who was full of ideas and always wanting to do bizarre and wonderful things. And, boy, it just seemed like a match made in heaven for me. When you were talking about dropping the Easter eggs, Judy, I remember the Mexican promotion where you had with the uh, with the pesos. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I- uh, that, that was a, a nightmare. I, I, <laughs> Dave, I, huh? I used to vacation every chance I could get in Cozumel. And I decided I wanted to have a Mexican fiesta. And I had been there so many times that I, I knew people. I knew the band that we all were. We always went to dance, and I knew, uh, I knew people. So I hired this band to come to Lexington, Kentucky. There were five of them. Mariachi band. Um, mariachi and. <laughs> And two people that spoke English came with them that that were friends of mine by this time. In fact, I dated one of them. So really? I think that's, <laughs> that's how this Mexican fiesta came about. But I talked my merchants into donating all kinds of prizes, all kinds of things. And we were going to have a fiesta. We were going to hit the what's that thing Pena, called pinata pinata yeah okay i'm sorry i can remember um and we did the number thing again uh, we had except we had pesos in there and then if you got a peso you went to the line of tables and the people that were there and uh, monitoring them which was usually a an organization that I belong to, a group that uh, I gave a donation if they would come and do the busy work of trying to 
get all my ideas in order. So anyway, that we had the fiesta, we did the pinatas, and people all got a peso. If you got a peso, you came and you picked up a number, the peso, uh, you handed the peso to somebody, and then you drew out of a hat, as much, as much as I can believe or remember about it, a number, and then the number, once again, corresponded to a prize, and you went to the store to get the gift. So all went well. It was fun. And I had just enough prizes to do. I think we did this probably three, three, three nights. nights. Three nights. Three? Yep. No, no, no. It had to be more than that. Well, it was at least three because we start coloring the pesos. I, I think it was five. Okay. Start but coloring we out. the pesos. Then the second night, we did the same thing. And I looked out and Anybody that had ever been to Mexico in their life ran home that night and got a peso and came. <laughs> and I looked out; the oh, line no. was all all the way down and around the mall. I mean, and I I did not have enough prize. Oh. I gave I had to give away every prize that I had that was supposed to have lasted the week. Oh my goodness! So the That's... third night. I thought, well, that's not going to happen again. So I'm sure Don helped me or, yeah. or helped my staff. And we sat around and put a fingernail, a dot of red fingernail polish on each face. I had to go back to all the merchants, beg for more prizes, tell them what had happened, blah, blah. So the next night awesome. we had a red dot. And then that worked out okay. But then the third night, the line was just as long, and everybody had gone home and painted a red dot on their faces. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, the... but I was smart now. I, I was smarter. Uh, now we painted a yellow dot. So you had to have a peso with a yellow dot for that night. I think so you might I, get me once, but you're not going to get me you, you twice. Know, but you're, you're, these, you're glossing over a big part of this. She had a pinata out there. Someone would break the pinata, the, the, and then the pesos would fall on the floor, and people would scramble to get them. And oh, I yeah, literally I was in there. <laughs> I was literally in there picking people up off of each other because oh, people geez. were trying desperately. <laughs> dog pile and, for and, pesos. And I'll say this, too. When Judy had prizes... A lot of times they were great prizes. Uh, she, oh, yeah. she had me calling in the community sometimes getting things, but you had vac- I think you had vacation trip for that one. I know I got oh, something yeah. from Harley Dav- Davidson once, a jacket or something that was valued in a couple hundred bucks, which back then. That's amazing. That was, I mean, Judy, Judy was top notch on all this stuff, but I just thought someone's going to get trampled and die in the peso <laughs> uh, uh, scramble here. Dave was talking about doing one where they put uh, prizes in, uh, was it mashed potatoes? Yeah, we, we did uh, prizes written on ping pong balls and then shoved into mashed pot- instant mashed potatoes, but the mashed potatoes were in like the depth of a four-foot kiddie pool. So it was... Oh, it was, that kind of man. Yeah, well, I, after, after hearing your peso drop, I might I might be equally uh, in, in no, awe. Oh, yeah. Know? That's awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, Judy, can you talk a little bit about, and, and I tried, you know, because Judy hired me, I tried following some of the things that I'd seen her do before, and one of the biggest events I remember being part of when I was just working for Judy part-time was called uh, Goofy Games. And, Judy, you want to run through that a little bit? Well, Dave, I'm, I, are, are you interested in all these crazy things? Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I am seeing Don in a whole new light for what <laughs> he is. In fact, in fact, I'm thinking of all the people that ever worked for Don realizing, oh, we should blame Judy, not, yeah. not Don. Yeah, this, right. this is really great. You know? yeah, this is like therapy <laughs> for me, Judy. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, well, this is awesome. Yeah. Dave, for the Mexican fiesta, I, I took Don with us because we had to pick up. the. He's always blaming me for something. We had to pick him up at the airport. They flew in, and he said, I put the only two English-speaking people in my car, and I put <laughs> the ones who didn't. I mean, we fed these people for four or five days. We, I don't know what I was thinking that I thought this was going to be. You, 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 oh, Judy, one of my favorite pictures of Joyce and I is one night we'd gone to some restaurant, and they serenaded Joyce, and there's a picture of Joyce and I on a couch. I've given it to Dave. He'll probably post it uh, 
on LinkedIn yeah, with that him. Yeah, that couch was in my office. Oh, well, where, wherever we were, I just know. <laughs> I mean, this this was we we met Herman's Hermits through Judy, and and, awesome. and one of them was hitting on Joyce. I mean, this the the promotions that she did back then were just. Top notch, top yeah. notch, and uh, I have to think just just the show in Lexington, Kentucky, the, is the, unbelievable. The crowds yeah, were unbelievable. In, the crowds were in te- were incredible. I mean, yeah. she had well, yeah. the the Goofy Games was probably one of the, the the most complicated things that I put together, but I always used community people for different things, and I I we had a Coca Cola bottling company, and the Goofy Games. I decided I wanted to break Guinness World Records, and I got a book. And if you read the the books, you can get lots of ideas about crazy things people did. And so I talked the merchants into letting me keep the mall open 24 hours a day for seven days, six days. Think six. about that, 24 hours a day for six days. The mall was open, stores weren't open. And then I had, yeah, the stores, but uh, uh, the first night of the Goofy Games, I had so many people at the mall that you could not get in. I did not have enough security guards. I did not have, I mean, it, I had a radio station that co-sponsored the event, Coca-Cola, was another sponsor and they did all the t-shirts and all that i was a tried out in college and the 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 rules for breaking guinness records uh i was in contact with them they were in england yeah yeah they told told us what all we had to do to be accurate and to really break the records and and it it was tedious it was a big deal so we had everything from yodeling uh to uh these are the records that we broke i did this twice and they wanted me to do it the third year and i would not do it anymore (laughs) it was too much but these are some of the records that we broke in lexington kentucky i i got my book out so i can't i can't wait i I can't i I, i'm literally sitting here i can't wait to hear what records you broke. yeah one of them was now i had all these events going on in different areas of the mall the radio stations broadcasting live every night from from the mall. Um, I had this is the funniest part about the third night. I had merchants wanting to know when the H E double L is this thing gonna be over because my regular customers can't get in the door. <laughs> well, that's a sign of a good event right there. <laughs> I know, I absolutely. But the I, I looked up yesterday. Just these are a couple of the ones that we broke. We uh, the yodeling record we broke, and that was five hours and twenty five minutes. Um, you did have every three hour for my, my memory's not, uh, I can't remember, but you, you got a break at some point for five minutes to rest your vocal cords, go to the bathroom or whatever. But it was five hours and 25 minutes nonstop for yodeling. Um, we also broke the spaghetti. The guy ate a hundred yards of cooked spaghetti in 67 seconds at Lexington Mall. <laughs> I, I didn't even Yay! know. I, I didn't even know Kentuckians knew about it, Italy at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had another guy that broke the record. He blew 175 uh, smoke rings. With a single puff of a cigarette. That's the Kentucky tie-in. <laughs> there Tobacco. you go. There you go. There you, there you go. go. Now, you believe that one, now, now don't you? Now we're in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Now I got her. Yeah. <laughs> you believe that one. That's, yeah, that's we right. also that's broke a, the in, record in the mall. It's incredible. eating three lemons, 12 quarters, including the skin and seeds, in 35 seconds. Oh. 
Judy, can I tell the part I remember about that, about what it did to the guy's teeth? It, uh, I, uh, yeah, what, the lemon what, teeth? Yeah. It, 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 yeah. it ate the, the enamel off his teeth. Oh, my goodness. Really? I mean, it, it, it wasn't good. <laughs> That's like, not yeah, a good thing. Yeah, really bad, I actually. I don't remember that, yep. but I don't doubt it. Yep. I mean, I, I even had, had a beer drinking um, was one of the things. I, In the mall. I can't believe I haven't awesome. killed somebody. Incredible. That's incredible. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's not, it's how much you could drink within a period of time, not you couldn't it's not how much you could drink without passing out so that saved me uh, we also broke the record for um frankfurters he ate 22 ounce hot dogs in three minutes and he actually traveled the country afterwards and yes was... we made a star out of yep. it. oh wow well he it's... went to baseball he went to baseball <laughs> that's that's incredible because because now i mean even on thanksgiving you have the you know national eating competition on espn from coney island yep. you know and and you've got uh, those guys you know i remember kobayashi you know doing whatever it was 35 hot dogs soaking in water but this was the original frank yep. Furter, uh contest yep. that, that's awesome that's amazing well i don't know we had, we had a couple kissing they didn't break the record but it was. But they sure enjoyed trying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we had another uh, girl doing belly dancing for thirty-eight hours. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> and then my, I was a tridel in college, so I got the tridels involved, and my husband was a KA, and I got them involved because you had to have somebody. We had a guy; he was probably fourteen years old, and he was swinging in a swing and it was like the world record was three days or something and i i really i had to call the doctor i couldn't he i he would get off the swing during his little break and he still would rock back and forth <laughs> on his way to the restroom and i was we could not get him to quit i mean no because he's gonna break the record yeah yeah, he was gonna. Well, he had all these cute trot outs that were. <laughs> they had to sit with him. You know, people had to had a sheet. They had to mark off all this information for the Guinness people. And his mother wouldn't let him quit. Finally, we called the doctor, and and the, the doctor made him quit. <laughs> so, Dave, you are meeting the person who has. Probably done more than Don when if the truth. Oh, was. it's incredible! <laughs> it's, well, it's incredible. I, re I remembered a couple more, and, and remember these things were going on at night, so the mall would be closed. But you could still, you had people playing ping pong. I don't know if they broke the record or not, but I I remember, I think I was there one night or it stopped in, and one person was trying to quit, and his partner wouldn't let him quit because they'd been playing ping pong for four days, and they were within whatever. Remember, <laughs> it was last like, five hours, yeah. and, and didn't you have baked beans with a with a we toothpick. broke that record. Yeah, it was the toothpick. One thousand eight hundred and twenty-three, one by one, with a cocktail stick. <laughs> in, 30, in thirty minutes. In thirty, 30 minutes. minutes. Mm -hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Like, like stab yeah, the yeah, bean yeah. and eat it. Stab the bean, stab yeah. it. So eighteen hundred in thirty minutes. Wow. Yes, one by one with a cocktail stick. We broke that. I, I mean, I, we probably had over 50 different events going on at different times in different places. I, I did participate in one. She set up to eat the most amount of shrimp, and it was like in a three-minute period or something like that, and, and you had arranged for the shrimp. And I entered that contest not trying to beat the record. I just sat there eating shrimp for three minutes. They were they were, sweet. Throwing, they were throwing them in their mouth and you know, swallowing them whole. And I think I might have brought cocktail sauce. And I was like, Do -do -do -do, yeah, for three minutes I, I, get trying, I get to eat shrimp. Yeah, 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 so, I, yeah. I, I get to eat shrimp for three minutes. That's great. Give me a pile. I think you got the picture, don't you, Dave? <laughs> yeah. I, I need to find that picture. That's true. Yeah. It's going to be on a shirt. <laughs> you can. This just gives you some idea of uh, some of the things that we did way back when. When you could do it, I mean, you, I don't think you could have a kissing contest, and I know that you couldn't have petting zoos. Any, I, I had a wrestling bear. 
once. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrestled him twice. I was the first and I think the fourth <laughs> person to wrestle him. So, yeah. Well, I've told stories about, uh, I think it was Skippy the Chimp. Oh, yeah. Zippy. Zippy. Zippy, Zippy the Chimp. Zippy the Chimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he jumped off the stage onto a lady walking by. Uh, we had to, we had him two or three times. He was a big hit. And the elephant, where um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to go buy an elephant <laughs> afterwards because I think you were paying him five hundred bucks. I'm thinking, how much can an elephant eat? But then when I saw how they prepped the elephant for the show, where they were behind him cleaning him out so he wouldn't uh, uh, go to the bathroom on stage, it sort of lessened my oppor- my desire to do that. <laughs> Just to uh, an elephant. Judy, didn't you do one once, or maybe more than once, where it was whoever could keep their hand on the car the longest got a car? Is that Am I remembering that correctly with you? Or was it something I we think I, uh, I did one where I put as many people as I could in a car, but I don't remember putting a hand on. I, don't, I very well could have done that. That sounds like something I would do. So one of the things, bef- uh, I, I was not married when I first met Judy and uh, started dating Joyce after meeting her in a different mall. And uh, Judy offered to let me get married in the mall and she would pay for the wedding. She would get people to donate and, you know, to get married in the middle of the mall. And Joyce said not only no, but she might have used some other adjectives that went with the no, that I'm not <laughs> going to do it. And I said, well, we can still get married in a church and just go there for the freebies. We would have probably had vacation or a honeymoon in uh, Mexico, but Judy said no. But because Judy trained me to think that way, when I got uh, one of my malls, I did a wedding in the mall. And I've talked about that on one of the shows where we had some, so the, uh, Judy, I don't know if you've heard this one, but or I don't know if I've told you, but the, the uh, mother of the, of the bride uh, came and we had it set up in the middle of the mall and we'd had our design people, you know, our, our, we used a company there and they had made it sort of look like a Greek setting and they had a, a Venus de Milo statue there, which is the one without wow. the arms. And she made us drape it because the breasts were exposed. So, <laughs> I mean, Aww. but but it it was it and and if the people who got married, I apologize now if uh, I don't remember I remember who they were, but I I don't remember what happened to them afterwards. But I think I may have called Judy afterwards and and uh, said I'm glad I didn't get married in the mall. It seemed like such a good idea at the time. But oh uh, yeah, uh, I think it would have been a great idea. Yeah. I would do it. I would have done it. <laughs> Well, get all the gifts from all the merchants. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. but uh, I I tried. Um, <laughs> Judy, crazy. one other thing that I put down here too when I was thinking about this, just a little bit on the on the horse racing on the horse racing one because you know we actually already talked about smoking and, and drinking beer. Of course, you would have thought it would have been bourbon, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would think yeah, it was bourbon. Yeah, because Kentucky went. But uh, Keeneland was there. And so uh, race horse racing was a big, or maybe it was Red Mile. I forget which one it was that Judy did. But you remember any of the details on that? Yeah, I got old footage of races from uh, the Keeneland people. Yep. And uh, we, it was another five night, every night at seven o'clock type event. And you bet on the horses. Uh, I don't know. Did we I, have I, real money? No, I, give I, it to I, charity, I, I hope. <laughs> I tell you what, Judy, these things are burned in my mind, but my mind was still young and fresh, and, and I'm not saying you were old, but all of these were – this was just like gold to me because I'd never seen anything like it to be part of it. But uh, you would have to buy stuff, then you would get funny dollars that you could uh, then place on bets on the horse races. So she would oh, have funny money. Yeah, funny, funny money. money. And Dave tells the story about he did a thing one time where there was a promotion where uh, uh, you could go to guest service or guest services and and turn in your you know your receipts and get gift cards or something. And, yeah. And David, do you remember what your comment was? Uh, you had the in the first hour you had record sales. Yeah, record sales in the first hour and record returns in the second. <laughs> so <laughs> people came. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's pretty true. But. Uh, no, that's- Sounds like something that would happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I love that. So Judy was letting me help with that. And, and so there's all these people out there, and the, the horses are running, and she had great prizes to go with. And we had done this odds chart, you know, as you could bet on such and such a horse, and she had renamed the horses names of stores. 
So when the when the horses were running, instead of being called secretariat, it was doll hairs is you know <laughs> on the inside moving up on you know whatever. The, and um, so the the we didn't print enough money, and I say we, I was not really a part of this. Though I'm acting like I was now. I was a very cog in a very small cog in a big wheel. Oh, don't don't <laughs> but, say that, Don. But you I think very important. I think the biggest <laughs> money that you had printed was a hundred dollar bill. Was hundred dollar bills, and so the odds for the winner that night, which you know Judy determined who it was going to be was you know like 50 to 1 or something and you know there were some that were even money or 2 to 1 we thought people would bet on the sure things and so the first night we did the whatever it was and and literally ran out of money the first night cuz so many people but it was weird that so many people had bet on that on that horse and uh, we were actually writing on pieces of paper how much money they had instead of giving them actual funny money yeah, it's an uh, I, IOU. You yeah. have $4 million. <laughs> You're right. welcome. And so <laughs> stuff that first night, you know, something that you would have thought would have gone for 30 bucks. you know, they're paying 300 bucks for. But she had some great prizes. I, I remember, if I remember, if I'm remembering correctly, there were some trips and some very expensive gifts. Like I said, she was never cheap on that kind of stuff. And she could talk, uh, you know, the merchants to give stuff. And she realized that something was wrong, that somehow someone knew what horses were going to win. Oh, so she had figured out there's a tell somewhere. Yes, there's a tell where it was either recorded or, you know, with the voiceover. And and uh, so Juicy Judy called the last, had the last race called live. So all this money had been bet on the horse that was supposed to win. And I remember being up on stage and when Judy got up and said something along the lines of, you know, special treat tonight, We I think it was a DJ, is going to call the race live. And you could see the looks of the, <laughs> the people. In the, so stuff, the stuff the first couple of nights that were selling for thousands were selling that last night for a hundred bucks because all oh, the all money. the ill-gotten gains were gone. So uh, even though some of these things did have some issues and problems, Judy was smart enough to figure out how, oh, how, how we're going to make this right in the end. So, uh, okay, you know, uh, I'll tell you one one thing real quick, Dave. Um, we used to have to do merchants associations mm, there yeah. uh, and there's nothing worse than trying to get people to agree on everything i i at one of the meetings the international council of shopping centers i heard a joke i want to share this with you all about merchants associations and this is how it goes you ready? Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Well, they were having a merchants association meeting, and everybody was just sitting around talking. It hadn't been called to order yet, and somebody just mentioned in conversation that there was going to be an eclipse of the moon uh, on a certain day coming up, and uh, that we all might want to see it. And then uh, somebody from the back of the room said, "Oh." No, we don't want to do that. We've done that already. <laughs> and then some, somebody else, uh, the other side of the room, said, I want to know how much it's going to cost before I vote on anything. <laughs> and then um, finally somebody else said, I'll vote for it, but I want it to be in front of my store. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> And that's so all before. That and that's all before your. You how long ago? <laughs> and that was all before your meetings even started. They were already arguing about what you were about to do to them, and it wasn't that, even your idea. That, that, that joke sums up merchants' associations in a big way for me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, when I started working more and more with Judy, and I, I think it was before I even got hired. Uh, I remember going to some ICS meetings with her. And it, it amazed me, and I've mentioned this before on some of the podcasts, in a bank, if they make a mistake, they try to hide it and not tell anyone. There, they'd sit around the room, and they'd all talk about the things they did that failed, the things that worked well. <laughs> I mean, there, I mean, it was, it was hilarious. If, if, we, if we'd been smart, we would have recorded those back then because you just can't believe uh, this was still when the, the whole program was in its infancy, and, and people were just doing crazy things. And... Um, like well, I said, it, drove it was a lot more fun. One day I'd be doing this and having all kinds of exciting ideas. And the next day I would be dealing with dense graded aggregate or uh, roof leaks, or flat roofs and 
rubber membrane roofs and I know it it kept me sane the to be able to do all parts of the job. How many people do you know now that I did it all yeah. with a lot of help? I had a secretary that I absolutely could not have done any of this with and she was wonderful. And one time I I traveled with the company I worked for and I hired and trained marketing people and managers for malls. And we had something going on in the mall, some community servicing. I don't know, don't remember what it was now. But my secretary did the, put the whole thing together, the whole thing. I, I wasn't even in town. And we had uh, television people out there the last night. And they were talking about how much they'd made and all that. And they wanted me, I was back in town then, and they wanted me to come on the stage and so they could thank me and all that. And I, I wanted Alice, I wanted my secretary to go because she did all of the work, every bit of it. And she said, if you make me go on that stage, I'll faint and I'll resign the next day. <laughs> so we, she would not go. One time I needed somebody to sit and hold some flowers for Mother's Day in one of my television ads. All she had to do was sit and hold flowers. And she, she was shaking so bad <laughs> that she said, do you ever ask me to do that again? So we we made a nice pair, and, and I I have to thank her publicly for all that she did to live through all this stuff with me. And I I couldn't have made it without Don either. And I want to tell you, I also owned a retail store called Lotions and Potions, and oh. his Don's wife worked for me in that store. So Joyce gets a lot of attaboys from me because she has been there through it all. <laughs> That's awesome. She's listened to every story. Hey, Judy, I think we're going to wrap up this segment. But if you got some time, I, uh, you know, we'd like to have you back another time to talk about. There's a couple things that I want to talk about after I came to work directly for you. Because, uh, like I said, you were such a huge, huge part of uh, getting me into this this uh, industry and then helping me develop. So uh, can we get you back again to talk again? Sure. Very good. Now awesome. that if we can do it, I'm sorry. No, Maybe no, no, I no. can download no, no, no. this thing on the computer. But No. Well, Dave. Uh, yeah. Dave, well, it's nice to meet you. Wonderful Thank to meet you. you. Thank you for joining us today, Judy. And, and uh, these are awesome memories going down Don's Lane. I mean, I, I have such a different understanding of Don now. And for all of our listeners out there, we're, we're so grateful for you paid attention. And, hey, start thinking of some really cool stuff you can get a Guinness Book of World Record on, like <laughs> like sticking beans with uh, with cocktail knives. I mean, that's freaking awesome. So, uh, Cocktail pit, uh, picks. Picks, excuse yeah. me, cocktail picks. I don't know what, uh, where you know. you're from, but we well, don't have cocktail knives around. Bro. May, maybe it's after the drinks happen <laughs> and there's the knives come out. I don't know. but uh, um, Well, but, the, Dave, the book that has um, – I've got – three books because i think i did it three times but i the one that i found last night and was looking at was 1977 Ooh, we have to so. update our update our records but but thank you all for listening today we're so grateful for it and uh we will catch you next time